Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy 4th of July weekend. We hope that you're having a blast with your family. You're enjoying some time of refreshing and relaxing and blowing things up because that's what we (laughs) do on the 4th of July, eating great food. Uh, We're so glad you're joining us here this morning. We're actually, for a majority of our our, our church family, we're doing church online today. Uh, We do have one of our house churches that are overachievers and they got up this morning and gathered together. Uh, But we're just so excited to be with you guys today. Uh, this summer, we are already almost halfway through it, which is hard to believe. Yeah. Some amazing things going on this summer. And uh, some of those things we, we want to talk a little bit about this morning as we get into our message. And one of those is, is that that our family gets to take a sabbatical for about six weeks coming up here um, uh, in the middle to the end of July into August. And this is actually something that we do with all of our pastoral staff. An elders team, we do a rotational basis of every five to seven years, uh, having our pastoral team and our elders team take a season of rest to refresh and rejuvenate. And we're excited about doing that this summer. It's going to be a yeah. blast. We've got some little trips planned and just some things yeah. for us to to be rejuvenated uh, in our hearts and be refreshed in our hearts. And so our family's looking forward to that. We've got an amazing team at River Valley, and they're going to take really good care of you guys and the church through this season. So we're excited about it. And what we're really excited about uh, in what we're experiencing right now in house church is what God is doing in this season of time at River Valley. And this place of house church, this place of us all learning how each one of us get to contribute and not just consume. And we've seen that being worked out on a week-in, week-out basis. It's been really fun. Yeah, it has. Uh, For you, like in just our times that we've got to gather together in our house churches, what are some things that you've noticed that you've really, like, enjoyed? Yeah, you know, first off, just coming out of quarantine, it's just been nice to see people. (laughs) (laughs) All the people. Um, It's been great to just be able to, yeah, have conversations face-to-face and connect with people on a really personal level again. Um, But outside of that, it's just been so special getting to do worship in a small group setting and talk about the Bible together. I've just loved people pulling up their Bibles and digging into Scripture together. It's been a really, really cool experience um, and one that I think will be missed. (laughs) Yeah, And this series really uh, helps us to centralize about what God is doing right now. We're talking about kingdom culture. We've been talking about that for a number of weeks. And uh, last week we got to have Pastor Joe with us and we talked about this space of obedience. We talked about that obedience doesn't come out of an obligation, but it comes out of a relationship with him. And uh, such a rich time with Joe. Pastor Joe, we want to say thank you for once again joining us, being a part of the River Valley family. We love you so much Um, and, and appreciated just our conversation last week. This week, we're diving into a whole different space. Yeah, you know, we all live in a culture, no matter where you're at. And, you know, oftentimes we get too influenced by the culture that we live in. Um, But today we're giving you permission to be too influenced by kingdom culture. (laughs) And that is God's culture and God's kingdom. And so I'm excited today. A little spoiler alert. We're talking about covenant. um, And specifically in the area of divorce and adultery, which is not a common topic, I think, often from the... (laughs) church pulpit, church backyard. Um, But we're really excited today to talk about the value of covenant and what that means in our culture. Yeah, absolutely. So here's what we want you to do. We want you to grab your Bibles. We want you to grab your notebooks and we're going to dive into Matthew chapter 5 verse 27 here. And we're going to explore just this 
this truth that Jesus had for us in the place of covenant. All right. All right. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 27 through 32, it says, You have heard the commandment that says, You must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You have heard that the law says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. Now, we know that this space of scripture oftentimes can cause a lot of anxiety or questions or thoughts. Um, and, and today we want to we want to kind of approach this, yeah. pull back the veil a little bit and understand what was at the heart of Jesus that he was speaking through. We know there's people that are watching online. Uh, we know that there are many of us that are a part of the River Valley family um, who have many different backgrounds and, and, and a lot of different spaces that we come from in life. And what we want to be reminded of is that we're not building our lives on the culture of America. We're not building our lives on the culture of what's necessarily comfortable to us. We're building our lives now on the culture of heaven because we are a part of the family of God. And so our goal is to reveal as we kind of dig into this passage of scripture, what Jesus was talking about, the foundational kingdom culture truth that Jesus wanted us to understand. Um, We're not going to exhaustively talk about divorce. We're not going to exhaustively talk about adultery and what that looks like in our lives, because really there's an underlying component that Jesus was talking about here for us. And we get asked all the time from people, Hey, is it, is it, okay to divorce right right is that okay is it a bad thing that i just look at somebody right and and really all too many times what we're really asking ourselves and asking in that that question to each right. other is um how close can i get to the edge of this right how what 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 are my parameters and what does this really look like? And, and really as followers of Jesus, we, can I be honest with you? you? You don't want to get close to the edge of the cliff, right? We, we want to be people who align our lives. And this is what scripture really does is helps us to align our lives and to put us in right in the middle of the safety of God's will for our life. Um, it keeps us yeah. protected from sin because of sin's impact on our right. lives. Um, and it aligns us with healthy relationships, and all those things that we want to build and grow with in, in our marriages and in our relationships with one right. another. And so as we look at this space today in this particular passage of scripture, really what we're wanting to do is dive into the heart of what God and Jesus was speaking to right. us through this space. You know, what thing that I really love about this portion of scripture, which is kind of funny, right? But one thing I really love is it doesn't say that if your eye causes you to sin, then you're just, it's over. Right. And you're doomed. Yeah, like so you're just done. It doesn't yep. say that. It yeah. doesn't say that at all. It says, if you find a part of your body that is not healthy, that yeah. it, there's harm coming to it, that it's yeah. being exposed to harm. Yeah. It says, Get away from it. Remove it from you. And I just think that's so powerful because it's not the end of the road. If you find yourself in a situation that's tempting, that's causing harm, that's you're beginning to see what it's what the scripture is really teaching us is pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention to your life and what's going on. Yeah. 
And when you find things that are causing you to walk a path Mm. that is leading to destruction in your life, then to remove it and to change direction um, and to find health. And that's what I really love about this passage is that it's not the end of the road. It's, It's really saying that you have... Yeah. All this grace and forgiveness and, and mercy yeah. from God that you can access at any point yeah. you need it. And we want to acknowledge there's, there's, there's some yeah. of you right now who are sitting here who have been impacted by divorce. Right. Who've been impacted yeah. by adultery. adultery. And, and, and we know we've all been impacted by sin in our lives in lots of different spaces. And the, these two areas right here are no different for right. all of us. And, and here's what we want to be really clear with um, as we're talking yeah. about kind of this space today. Um, scripture does give us some very clear yeah. guidelines of, of, of what spaces right. um, we can find some health and protection right. in when it comes to the relationships, the yeah. marriage relationship. We know that there are unhealthy marriages out there. Right. We fully acknowledge that there are spaces of abuse and right. there are spaces right. of infidelity. And so we want to be really clear about that, that the Bible helps us how to walk through those spaces, right. helps us to know how to navigate those right. in our hearts. In no way, shape or form is the Bible saying stay in abusive religion. Jesus never taught that, right. no. nor do we support that. But what the Bible does teach us is that there's this powerful underlying truth right. of covenant that helps to guard and protect the most important relationship that we would have in our lives, right. secondarily only right. to Christ. But we'll talk about that here in a second yeah. too. We're in a covenant relationship right. with him. And so we want to be really clear. We're not we're not sitting here saying that that if divorce has been a part of, of your journey, that somehow you're condemned to hell. That is not what Jesus is teaching here. No. What we want to do though is open up this truth and, and this foundation that when we start talking yeah. about covenant, Covenant is the foundation by which we build our relationship with God because covenant is the very core of his character. It's what enables us to not only trust God, but to to submit to his truths and his will because we know that God can never change. And we know that when God established relationship with humanity, he did it based on this space of yeah. covenant, which provides such protection for us in our journey. Right. Yeah. I love that God's character never changes. Yeah. And if there's anything that would give us extra hope and yeah. trust in him, it is that fact. And so covenant is really, really important. Um, you know, and I think we see covenant so early in life, you have these choices, right? Mm-hmm. In relationships and, um, your relationship with Jesus and moving yeah. on to marriage covenant yeah. and just the value of it in our life is so important. Simply put, covenant is a formal agreement yeah. um, between two parties. Yeah. Um, but it's so much more than that too, as you really dive in and understand the depth of covenant and yeah. walking through hard times yeah. um, and not just the good times and staying committed. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a big part of our lives. Yeah. So let's take just a few minutes here. We want, we want to kind of unpack two questions for you today yeah. or two thoughts for you today in the space of covenant um, and, and how that interacts with our lives as followers of Jesus as we're looking at what Jesus was teaching here on the Sermon on the Mount. Um, and, and, and Emily began to approach this space of what, what does covenant right. actually mean? You know, what, what, what does it actually mean to be in covenant? And, and it is, yeah. it's an agreement. It's not just an agreement, but right. it's this, it's this strong and the, the when we look at the kind of the Hebrew definition of it, it's a strong, solemn, serious agreement. Yeah. 
right? It's a, it's a well thought out, like this, right. there, there's some substance to this between two parties, yeah. right? It's this, it's a, a, an agreement that, hey, we're, we're doing this together. And, and yeah. again, it doesn't just uh, narrate itself around the marriage relationship. Having said that, the marriage relationship is supposed to be the most clear example right. of that in right. our lives. Um, but covenant is really a place um, when we look at it through a scriptural lens of sacrifice. Yeah, it's sure. really the place where we call ourselves into um, uh, a place of submitting our will for the betterment of another, right? right. Um, and we see that kind of spelled out all throughout yeah. scripture. Sacrifice is so important. It's such a big part of covenant. Yeah. And when we're looking at divorce and adultery, we're really seeing the opposite of that, which would be that selfishness and looking out for yeah. selfish wants and yeah. desires. I do like to clarify, though, yeah. that like Tim mentioned earlier in the message, there are times and depending on where you're at, if you've experienced divorce, that that's not what was the motivating factor right. there is moments where yeah. we see in scripture yeah. like tim mentioned abusive relationships yep. where people need yeah. to make a change yeah. and so we just want to clarify that that this is not we're not talking about those moments we're yeah. talking about moments of selfishness and and choosing divorce based on i'm not happy mm. anymore yeah. or they're not what i thought they were <laughs> you know some yeah. of those more um superficial reasons yeah. that divorce happens and so you know, we really are yeah. challenged in scripture to yeah. live in covenant relationship. I love Matthew 22 and mm. it talks so simply put yeah. that all the laws and all the commandments, yeah. they all hang on to simple principles yep. and that is loving God yeah. and loving people. Right. And loving people does require sacrifice. Yeah. Loving God requires sacrifice. Yeah. But it's a really beautiful thing. And yeah. the fruit of covenant, yeah. the fruit of sacrifice, yeah. it's worth it. It's yeah. worth the sacrifice. It's worth the things that we have to lay down. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to even see what we get to experience that gold in heaven yeah. as a result of the sacrifice and the things that we lay down here on earth. Yeah, it's so, so important. You know, I, I know some of you are sitting here listening to us talk about this word covenant. It, it's not a word that is commonly used yeah. in our culture today. Yeah, we understand that. And that's why we're trying to, trying to peel it back here a little bit so that you can see the heart of Christ in relationship with one right. another. Healthy relationships have sacrifice yeah. involved in them. Um, and, and if it's based out of love, it's really not yeah. sacrifice. It's your joy to present right. yourself in that right. way to someone else. And I really, I want to call you guys right now as you're listening, don't check out. <laughs> don't check out on this, this conversation on covenant, which is right. easy to do. Some of you are disqualifying yourself right now yeah. because you're not married. Um, some of you are disqualifying yourself right now because you've experienced maybe the, the pain and difficulty yeah. of divorce in your life. Right. Some of you are disqualifying yourself right now just because you want to go and have lunch. And we're, we're, we're asking you to stay, stay with us for a few just more minutes here because there's minutes. some really powerful truths here that are going to help you in your journey because covenant is critical right. to our relationship with Christ. Yeah. Uh, there, there, is, there is no healthy follower of Jesus who is not learned right. or is living in this place of covenant because kingdom living is a place of constantly learning right. how to deny yeah ourself. Right. Whether we like it or not. Right. Kingdom living, yeah. this this following of Jesus is never about me getting my way. Right. It's always about learning how to surrender my life yeah. to the King of Kings. Yeah the Jesus who died on the cross and loves me. Right. And we see this really spelled out here. Jesus made the most bold 
just clear statement about this space in Luke chapter 9, verse 23. And here's what it says. If any of you want to be my follower, and so I'm just going to speak this right to you in the camera right now. If any of you want to follow Jesus, here's what he instructs us. You must give up your own way. Many translations say you have to deny yourself. You have to literally talk to yourself and say, no, Tim, um, we're going the other direction. And again, this is a very unpopular gospel, but listen, we're going to teach you the Bible because it's the only thing that's going to help you in your journey in life. And so if you're going to follow Jesus, following Jesus is a process of learning how to say no to me and to my way. And it goes on to say, take up your cross daily and follow me. Yeah. Take up your cross day. And this is what we're learning how to do right here in this kingdom culture series is how to follow Jesus daily. Yeah. He's teaching us about the principles of the kingdom of God. And so we're learning how to follow him daily. And I want to make this statement over you as you think about this place of covenant today. The richness of what God made for relationships is only discovered in the depth of our willingness to die to self. I'll say that one more time. The richness of what God made for relationships, all the relationships of your life, is only discovered in the depth of our willingness to die to self. Right. It's a powerful place for us when we begin to learn and understand kingdom culture that sets us up to really experience the fullness of relationships. Yes, in our marriages. I want to be really clear about that. But in every relationship of our right. life. Teens and single people, we didn't forget about you. And Jesus most certainly didn't Come forget on, about yeah. you. Covenant yeah. is just as much for you as it is for people who are married. Yeah. You know, it talks about in Proverbs 31 that she brought honor to her future spouse all the days of her life, which means not just once yeah. she met him, it was all the days of her life. So you can, if you want to be married, <laughs> you can start now yeah. living in a covenant relationship with that future spouse by thinking yeah. about them, praying for them, yeah. being honorable to them and your choices you have a obviously your most important covenant relationship is with god and jesus and your relationship with him invest in it talk to god build that relationship now practice these principles of sacrifice and denying self and find ways that you can serve there's just so much beauty in covenant and so don't brush this message off as if it doesn't apply to you because it absolutely does apply. Well, and I think it goes back to what you were saying out of Matthew chapter 22, right? Um, The foundation for our life and our living and and, and us at River Valley is that we love God and love people. Right. And learning to love God sets us up for actually being able to love people. And this goes back into covenant. Our covenant relationship with God learning how to walk in that with him is what sets us up for healthy relationships in our lives. And so for us, we want to approach how we approach our covenant relationship with God. This fact that he was willing to send his son to the cross to die for us, to open up relationship with us, how we approach that, how you approach that will set the course for how you approach covenant relationships, both in your marriage, as well as in the other relationships of your life. And God wants us to experience the deepness, the depth, 
the richness. Trey and I were actually talking about this this week. The security that comes in relationship in the body of yeah. Christ is not built on my goodness or your goodness, right. but on the goodness of God in our life, his forgiveness, his grace, yeah. his love. And, and as we begin to understand that, we will actually take deeper steps into yeah. our relationships with yeah. each other. And we provide safe places for us to grow, to learn, to correct, which we never want to talk about, um, and to support one another in our journeys of faith. And so covenant in in marriage, uh, and I want want to just come back to all of us in this space, covenant in marriage doesn't begin with our I do's at the marriage altar. Right. Covenant in our marriages and covenant in our relationships begin on the little choices that we make years and years before that. And again, I know that there's some that are watching today going, well, I already messed that right. up. Slow down, slow down. Right. You're still breathing air. <laughs> God's grace is still sufficient for you. And we well, can and still remember learn. remember our yeah. passage, it says, it's not saying that if you find an area that's right. unhealthy that you're just over. It's saying if you find an area that's unhealthy, right. get rid of it. And Move on. <laughs> can I just tell you, we're, we're like in our marriage and relationship, <laughs> yeah. like the perfect example of this. Totally. We are learning how to walk in covenant right. with each other right. because we're learning how to walk in covenant with God. Yeah, absolutely. And we are both very fallible people and have made all kinds yes. of brutal mistakes with each right. other, not being sensitive to each other's yeah. feelings and health and emotion, not being thoughtful, like I'm the king of that space. And yet because of our covenant together, yeah. we have focused on building stronger relationship with yeah. one another and not taking the bailout option of, well, I don't like you anymore, so I'm out, right? Like we learned that actually early on in our life, long before we ever um, get married or or walk into those types of covenant relationships. We're learning that because God modeled that to us. He doesn't bail out on us in his covenant towards us. And we're learning how to not bail out on him in our covenant relationship with him. So covenant is so critically important to the health of of our our lives. Um, And it goes so counter culture to our Western culture, which is individualistic, which is me first, which is whatever makes me feel good. And the only thing that produces in our life is greater pain. The kingdom side of things is completely upside down to that. And that is why Jesus was teaching us on the Sermon on the Mount, because he wants us to remember that that we are not part of the traditional American culture. We are a part of the kingdom of God and its culture is just different for us. So let's talk real quickly as we close our time together. Let's talk about some practical things and some practical things for you and us to take away from this time um, as we're talking about covenant. Because again, this is kind of a big topic. And for some of you, this may be a little bit of a new topic for you. So, So let's talk about some takeaways. So the first practical takeaway that I would suggest is just learn more about it. You know, take some time (laughs) to read a book or do a Google search or whatever you need to do and, and learn what covenant means. Um, and take some time maybe to write out some notes and how you can apply it in your life, how you can take some next steps in growing your covenant relationship with God first and foremost, and then with the people around you that God's placed in your life. Yeah. And I know, again, some of you are going, I'm not going to do that. Can, can I challenge you in something? Uh, the two most important relationships that you have in your life are with God. And for those of you that are married with your spouse, yeah, to take some time to learn about right. the foundation of that, which is covenant, um, will really benefit you in your yeah. journey. 
And we just don't have the time every weekend to cover all of that. Right. And so what we're encouraging you to do is invest yeah. in your life. Understand covenant. Yeah. A great resource for you um, is, is, is a book written by a gentleman named Kevin Connor, and it's called The Covenant. And it talks all about covenant relationships, both with God, with people, and then yeah. people with each other, what those things look like. And there's actually a course through Portland Bible College uh, I've taken. It's a wonderful course that helps you to unpack this space of covenants. And I would really encourage you, take a little time and dig into this space. Let it become not just something that you heard about one Sunday morning in July um, or even over the course of your faith journey, but something that you really have some strong grounding in in your life yeah. uh, to build healthy for in the future. So that's that's the number one thing is we want to want to encourage you to learn. Take some time to learn. The second second thing I want to uh, talk to you about is is learning how to deny yourself in the little areas of life. Yeah. Right. This is this is. I know everybody just checked out on me. You're like, not. Nope. It's Fourth <laughs> of July weekend. We're gonna eat good food. No. What I want to call you to do is stop for a second and look right. at what Jesus was saying about hey daily take yeah. up your cross and deny yourself. Right. What are some little ways that we can do that? Right. Well, our time, right? Yeah, huh. That's <laughs> a huge like one. We don't like to share our time. Yeah. We were just teasing about me not loving mornings. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, you know. Yeah. What does your time look like throughout the day? Where yeah. can you give a little more time yeah. to growing in your relationship with yeah. God? Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've learned in covenant relationship is my attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a little space of my life, but for us, right. when we're in conversation to make sure that you know that you have my attention. Right. It seems little, yeah. but it's really important for us when it comes yeah. to communication. We think about that in the other spaces of our life when it comes to you, you kids, um, you teenagers, yeah. um, those of you that get to live alone in your life. I don't remember what that's like, <laughs> but um, you, like there are spaces for you, right. little spaces for you yeah. to learn how to really be a selfless person. Yeah. And that's one of the hardest hurdles that we face in yeah. life. It's why Jesus addressed it so clearly. Like, hey, if you're going to come follow him, you're going to have to learn right. how to deny yourself. Like we all have to learn how to say no to us yeah. sometimes. I think a question that I have asked myself over and over throughout the years is yeah. how do I make a little bit more room for people? Mm. And I think that's one yeah. of the ways that I kind of put myself back in check and yeah. go, okay, how do I make a little bit more room for people yeah. in our lives, in our family's lives before yeah. we had kids, you know? Yeah. And and what does that look like? And so I would challenge you to ask yourself even that question Great this question. week. If you haven't, if you don't have any other ideas, yeah. just ask yourself, how can I make a little bit more room for people this week. Yeah. As we close our time today, I want to encourage you maybe with your family, um, maybe in a text group with somebody, um, maybe you're at the one house church that is overachieving <laughs> today. Um, but in your discussion, ha have some discussion yeah. about this. Hey, what are some little areas right. that each of us can learn how to deny ourselves yeah. in, in some different ways to, to again, not to, to, lose weight, not to, but, but to deny ourselves in such a way that it benefits someone else. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and that's really the thought behind covenant, right? It's, it's, it's thinking about the other person. So take a few minutes yep. and think about that this week. Um, I love Emily's thought about taking, taking some time and maybe journaling a little bit about that, yeah. write out some thoughts about it. Um, it will help you grow forward in your life. And, and, 
Go a ahead. Lot, as I say, a lot of people don't like journaling and they cringe at mm. that word. So I just want to remind you that there's technology. You can mm. do voice memos. Yeah. You can do typing yeah. on your phone. You can do a video of yourself with some thoughts. Yeah. There's a lot of options that would yeah. still count in the journaling world. So, right. so don't, don't cross it off. And it's so important <laughs> for reinforcing what God right. is trying to teach us in our lives. Absolutely. And so we want to we encourage you in that yep. space. Maybe you're sitting here today. And maybe you're hearing all this conversation and you you go back to the spot, well, I haven't really even begun a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, every week we, we pause for this moment right here because the most important decision we ever yeah. make in our life is the decision to say, hey, Jesus, I need you. Yeah. Um, and, and here's what the scripture teaches about that is that when we, when we acknowledge Jesus, you are who you say you are and Jesus, I need you in my life, something transforms in us right. in that moment. The Bible calls it being born again. It's right. a really beautiful space, but it's it's the place where we go from being dead to alive. Yeah. It's the space where the spiritual part of us that, that was once dead comes alive yeah. because right. we invite Jesus to come right. and, and, and to forgive us yeah. of our sin and to lead us in our life. And so we want to give you that opportunity this yeah. morning. Maybe you're sitting there in your home, you're watching online on, yeah. on, on your television, maybe on your phone. Uh, maybe you are in a house church right now and you just recognize how much you need Jesus right. in your life. It, it, it's as simple as this. Yeah. It's a simple conversation between you and him. Right. Of you saying, Jesus, would you forgive yeah. me of my sin? I acknowledge that I need you. Yeah. Would you come in? Would you cleanse me? Would you make me home? Would you teach yeah. me, Jesus, what it looks like right. to follow you? And, and we, we want to help you in that journey as well. We all need yeah. help in that space. Uh, it is a growing process of our life. And so we would love for you, if you're taking some yeah. time to, to, to have that prayer right now, or maybe you go home this afternoon and you're, you're sitting in your house and you're having that conversation with Jesus, uh, would you connect with us at River Valley? You can do that either via online or you can call us to the church and we would love to help with some resources yeah. and connect you with some people who can help you in that space. And yeah. so we love you so much. Um, so, so thankful for the season that we're in as a yeah. church, this time of yeah. learning about kingdom culture. Uh, I just want to say thank you to my wife <laughs> for spending some time with us today. She's my favorite person to teach with. Jason, I love you too, buddy, but she's my favorite. Um, but it's just, it's so good for us to gather around the word yeah. of God together. It's so it good for us to get to learn about kingdom culture and kingdom yep. principles. And we're going to continue yep. that throughout the summer. So we want to encourage you to continue to tune in, yep. connect with your house churches, bring something every week. And I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about bring a thought, an yep. idea, a prayer that God's put inside of you that could benefit others as we gather yep. together inside of house church. Uh, we love you guys so much. We can't wait to connect with you in the days and weeks ahead. God bless you guys. Have an incredible day. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.